Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot. In the making. No yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H-Cubed up in this bitch Yes sir, yes sir, we back with another episode, man We back, finally, with another album review We kept y'all waiting a little bit But we are here, like the father that said He would only be gone a couple days <laughs> But he came back a couple months later, alright That's wow. how we rocking with the, That's how we moving in this podcast hemisphere But y'all love us, alright Wake up, wake up <laughs> That's a fact. Y'all already know, man. So like I said, we back uh, with another uh, album review. And this week, we doing Continuance, which is a con- uh, by Currency and Alchemist, which is a continuance of their last collaboration mm-hmm. uh, roughly 10 years, maybe maybe closer to 12 years ago now, uh, that we've actually done an album review as well of. Uh, and we love the first one so much. We, well, specifically I, but then Cooper agreed. Felt like it was necessary to review this one as well. Yes. We love we love Currency. We love Alchemist. Uh, we love what they did, not only on that uh, on that project, but also on the collab with um, with Freddie Gibbs. Uh, oh, that album was so fire. Oh, my yep. God. Yep. So shout out to Alchemist for, uh, you know, and that's, that, that's something that I feel doesn't get enough light shined on is mm-hmm. his ability to stay relevant. Um, what? fucking three decades later mm-hmm. you know the, I mean? the fact that he's been one of the best producers in the game and still doesn't really get recognition for that like yeah he's 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 produced now i know uh hit boy is another guy who's you know he's rightfully with his own uh production with with nas and shit like that mm-hmm. um he's made projects that that you know people recognize but I, I agree i think the alchemist not only with his recent work with currency uh, uh freddie gibbs but he's worked with um he's done a lot of work with with um excuse me, Action Bronson for the last, yep. you know, decade or so. Like he's kind of been like his in-house producer to a certain extent. And uh yeah, man, I, th- I think he deserves a lot of a lot of credit for that. I think he deserves a lot of credit for this project. I think a lot of the beats on here were really dope and uh they, they stick true to what he does best, of course, which is sampling. Exactly. Uh and he's he's uh, he's one of the masters of the sampling game. Uh, and he's again he's one of those people that's like as soon as you hear something that is produced by him you're like okay that's the alchemist like that's just that nigga's sound it's just like that's the timbo sound or that's the pharrell sound or that's the primo sound like he's one of those producers that has literally cultivated a specific sound for himself and if you are if you are i don't want to say smart like because that's not the right word but if you're knowledgeable in the alchemist Mm-hmm. then you'll will recognize his beats automatically for sure for sure it, it, it's something about his uh sample selection it's something about specifically his drums mm-hmm. it's just like there's a beat on here that you know when we get to it I, i'll mention it but um it, it's like the quintessential drum pattern for a uh, 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 alchemist beat you know what i mean and it just sounds like what i look for in alchemist beat and and again one of my favorite uh, not only beats but songs on this out al- on this project, and, and we'll get to it when we do. But yeah, I agree, man. I think Alchemist, uh, he just does a really good job at, at just bringing the soul out of his samples, 
into his into his music mm-hmm. and I think they complement uh, Currency's style very well, which is a very laid back style. Mm-hmm. A lot of these uh, samples um, kind of have are kind of like a more of a laid back feel to it as well. So I feel like it complements it well. I feel like um, I feel like this this project did what the first one did, which is have that collaboration work work very well. So well, sure. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and jump into this joint? <clears throat> So we're gonna go ahead since it's a, it's a shorter album and just go ahead and talk about all thirteen tracks, and I'll go ahead and dive into uh, the first one, which is uh, Half Moon Mornings, and it it kind of had it kind of feels like something you might listen to you might not mind listening to as soon as you wake up to be honest it kind of has that vibe to it, and uh, again very chill very laid back almost stripped down kind of instrumental i would say Mm -hmm. it almost just sounds like a loop of the sample playing in the back there's not too much going on as far as drums go on this joint but i feel like currency definitely uh did a good job with this joint as far as his part on it i think it's a good way to start the joint um and i I really enjoyed it i excuse me i enjoyed this joint too uh it has a very very old school spacey sound to it as part of the whole stripped down uh production uh it's kind of crazy that it's like it's just over two minutes long. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not broken down like a regular track that begins the jump. It's literally this nigga just rhyming. And then like you get like instrumental at the beginning. The nigga starts rhyming, just goes out and then instrumental at the end for like the, maybe like the last 30, 45 seconds. Um, but it's an interesting way to start out. Like you said, it's a very relaxed, chill opening uh, for this album. And again, it fits currency's rhyme style completely. But again, uh, I'll, I'll get into it later. I'll get into this more later. But um, it's uh, I think that was kind of a detriment to the album. For the, uh, but I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But uh, we'll go ahead and just slip right into number two, uh, Reese's Cup. Uh, first of all, I love the piano sample that they use on this joint. It's mm-hmm. like it just <laughs> it's like you've got the the fancy in the music to balance out the filth of the lyrics, as you like to say. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, even though this this song is shorter, um, it's shorter than the than the first track we listened to, but it's beautifully mixed. Like the sample is beautifully mixed mm-hmm. into the beat, and the story at the end of the guy who worked to get the car that he always wanted basically it was like, "This is that status symbol," you know, blah blah blah. It's just kind of like, all right, you know, like work hard to get what you want. Like it's there's little subtle messages that are not even said, but you get them from especially the way that the samples are used or the 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 clips from movies or whatever the fuck they're from you know what i'm saying those clips give you what he's trying to get at without him actually saying it and i i personally love when and, and now I'm, I'm curious as to if that was part of the alchemist or uh or currency who, who plugged that in there even though i'm pretty sure that this was a very collaboratively done project mm-hmm. it feels that way and but um i love it when 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 whoever decides to put these kind of things in songs like very obscure just random yeah it's of like 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 there's a there's a a clip of like a radio station uh tag that you know when when they they kind of give their their, oh um, yeah where the rock music is at or whatever yeah where the rock music is at 93 point whatever the fuck right And, and and that's probably from some random town somewhere from like 1993 or some shit you know what I mean? <laughs> right <laughs> so I, I just love that kind of shit because like you said more more times than not there's meaning behind it and other times it, more more times than not or sometimes it's it's not too visible to, to to most people 
But um, I thought this one was pretty cool, like you said, uh, the um, the outro of, of Reese's Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the piano, which is playing essentially throughout the whole song, kind of in the background. I think it kind of fits what this song's trying to do. Like you said, it's just currency rapping again, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does this for for throughout. I, I want to say I counted maybe one hook on this whole project. Yeah, so, I think you're right. I maybe. I think yeah, I think it really was one hook. Might actually, it might have been two, because I feel like one of the songs towards the end, he had a hook that he kept singing, but it was like literally like he had like almost two minutes of rapping, and then it was like thirty seconds of like this hook. So like it was like it didn't hit me automatically that it was a hook until the song was over. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, same, same. But again, I just think that this goes to show that you know, and, and we're both big fans of this of the whole just straight bars and. Mm-hmm. Either just letting the B ride for the hook, or you know, just letting a, a couple couple lines pass by so that the next rapper could start rapping. Yeah, and uh, and, and, and yeah, and, and and that's 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 what Currency did on his joint, and um, I thought, yeah, thought it was a good job. I agree. All right, so let's let's go on to uh, number three, which is uh, No Yeast featuring Bodie James. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard Bodie James. I don't know if it was on a Currency project, but I think it was on a on a Griselda project, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, I've heard of Bodie James. I thought that he he did a really good job on his joint. The beat, I love the sample on his joint. is It's like a very like a vocal sample playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Very stripped down, very minimal drums to it. Um, and yeah, I thought this joint was dope. I thought both both him and Currency did a, a vicious job on this joint. I I like I do like the sample like you, but I think the the vocal one was just used a little bit too much for my liking. And y'all know me, I don't like anything that I feel like is overdone or just overlays too much of the lyrics and i can't hear it or whatever whatever <clears throat> or that it's distracting um mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm actually kind of torn about this song because lyrically it's so vicious i just don't like the flow style that boldy started with because he's the first rapper on here i'm assuming yeah yeah i didn't really like the flow style that he used on this and i thought that like even though i wasn't too hard into currency's flow style because i felt like he could have put more energy into it he was still way more energetic on his jump and it grabbed my attention more than james's verse so like i mean maybe that's just you know experience overshadowing um but i do love the way that they handled um how they like handed off the baton from each verse no breaks you know for a chorus on this john it was just like you know i say what the fuck i say go ahead bam and then you come in and be like mm-hmm. da, 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 blah, blah, blah. so like i and the skit at the end talking about making the plates of food that shit was just fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah 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 and, and again there's i think it's pretty much currency saying should i record this or should i eat right now and then somebody was like no nah, you should eat because the food is gonna get cold yep and, and it's such a random moment to put in there <laughs> but i don't know why it fits perfectly and who it, was it recording just, that like did y'all just leave open mics on like the whole studio so like, nah, <laughs> you, hey, nah, you know it's funny so so being that you know I've, I've made music before and i've i've wanted to have like a kind of like an organic sounding kind of like a outro to a song or whatever mm-hmm. so i was chilling with my friend and uh i didn't tell her that i was recording i just <laughs> pressed record and i i kind of chopped up like and granted it wasn't nothing super crazy that we were talking about but i just wanted to, i wanted like the outro of the song to have like organic sounding conversation okay and uh you know i chopped it up and put it in the song and, and yeah that, that that's probably how they did it because you know they they're recording fucking 24-7. When they record oh, yeah. a, a joint, they just probably leave that shit recording. Because sometimes you might say some shit 
like in this case, that mm-hmm. you want to use on a fucking joint. So you're like, bro, that. And again, if you're an artist, bro, sometimes you'll just be having random conversation day to day life, and you're like, damn, I wish I could have recorded that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yo, I've had that just my my regular life, and I'm not an artist. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I feel you. I feel you. But but yeah, man, this I, I thought this joint was dope as well. Um, like like we were saying, and uh, yeah, I, I I thought Bodie James did a did a good job on this joint. Mm-hmm. All right, number four is called Obsession. Um, this beat is very, very chill, very slowed down. Um, and this one is one of the ones I don't like Currency's rhyme style on. Uh, it kind of sounded like, a, a, in some places, it sounded like he was rhyming off beat on purpose. And I was like, why are you trying to rhyme off beat when the Jonah's already so slow? It sounds like you're like slowing yourself down to rhyme on it. <clears throat> uh, it's another short song, just under three minutes. Um, now, this one does have a chorus. And but I'm not a huge fan of the chorus, but the 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 chorus itself definitely gets its point across, just like slap across the face. So yeah. I will say that like <clears throat> I can't say it's a bad chorus because you should get the point of the song from the fucking chorus. Like that's the whole point of the fucking chorus. Um, but like I just wasn't a huge fan of it personally. Uh, and I said it sounds like a the sample of of a car race at the end of the track. Or uh, was was this the one where <clears throat> the the lady was talking mad shit about uh, the nigga not being able to drive? Was that this one? Uh, I can't to be remember. Honest, I, I can't remember. Let me. But there was one thing where the lady was just like, "Yeah, well, he's this, and this means that he drives like a grandma." Uh, no, I don't think it is. Um, okay. Uh, oh, you know what? That's probably Corvette Rally Skid. That would make more sense. Yeah. But nah, but no, I I actually agree with you on this one. I'm not a big fan of this song either. I love a slower paced song, but this is just way too slow. Yeah, like no, I mean it's like not only is the instrumental way too slow and stripped down, and but currency, like you said, his his rhyme style on this was very lazy. I feel like it wasn't too creative. Uh -uh. It just kind of felt it just. And again, I know that that's his whole thing, his lazy flow or whatever, but. This joint, it just to me, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I thought the beat, it, it was, it had filler written all over it. Yeah, and honestly, like I had the same, I the same thought about a bunch of these songs on here, is that they're so slow, like the production is so slow, and it seems like currency is going out of his way to rhyme slower than he normally does, and it was like kind of grating on me at points with with some of the tracks, and this is definitely one of the tracks where it was just a difficult listen. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes shit is just difficult to listen to because it doesn't keep your attention, and this is I one agree. of those things that is not keeping my attention. So, no, I, to to I, I feel like you you put it perfectly that it, it just does it didn't this song doesn't really keep my attention. The, you know, after, after you hear the the second or third, I was obsessed. Blah, 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 blah. Like I was like I had enough of it, and I yeah. knew that just this song personally wasn't for me. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, this is this is a skippable song for me. This is definitely like one time that we both have like completely agreed on a song that we did yeah. not like on an album. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but let's go on to number five, which is Corvette Rally Stripes, and this is featuring Havoc of Mob Deep and uh, and Wiz Khalifa. Now, this is one of the. Uh, one of the few uh, features on this joint that I really wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, if you're a currency fan, you know to expect Wiz Khalifa, but Havoc was a, was a pleasant surprise for me. Um, I thought I thought his verse was really dope. To be honest, I thought he had one of the better verses on here. Um, that being said, I feel like Wiz Khalifa held held his own 
against both currency and uh havoc and I, I thought everybody did their job on this joint i thought everybody had a, a vicious verse and, and yeah i, I agree with good. you everybody did the, everybody got down got busy on this joint i think that i liked currency's verse but i think havoc's verse was a little harder just in my opinion I mean, I know you would kind of expect that. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, I would have expected that. And the, I don't think Wiz Khalifa should not have. I don't think he should have been the third person on there. Because I always like I've, I think we've I don't know if we've had this discussion, but I kind of equate like people on songs like people and how you assign them of how to run relays and track and field where it's like, you know, your your fastest, your strongest person finishes the race for you. So the best verse should be at the end of the song. A, your other your second best jump should be at the should start the joint off and then the weaker two should be somewhere in the middle usually the weakest one is the third you know why i feel like it works to have wiz there is because you're right i mean i, I don't think he's a better rapper than either currency or havoc but being that wiz is such a huge artist that means that people are going to finish listening to it yeah you know what i mean because typ typically that's the reason why you know you would put the better a verse at the end because it's going to keep people's attention and i feel like because wiz is who he is and you know he's this huge uh social media persona and everything like that i think that you know i think that that's probably why they did it i agree i think typically the best verse should be at the end or at the very least you know whoever's song it is in this case currency but again i think because wiz is such a big artist i think um it doesn't really matter like people like wiz he he's just like a household name at this point, so I think for that 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 might have been the reason. But yeah, I, I, I mean, agree with and, you. and and in that thinking that way, it makes sense. I, yeah, I didn't think so, I didn't consider it that way. I guess, <laughs> and and it kind of sucks that you you it has to be considered that way because of you know clout and social media mm -hmm. and things like that. It's not just how good of a rapper you are now; it's how much attention do you have, how much people, how many eyes you have on you, and you can't blame somebody for uh for playing the game how it's been designed now. Exactly. I mean, facts. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and slip into number six then. Uh, whale watching. It's called whale watching, right? Yes. Okay. For some reason, the the I couldn't I couldn't pick it up. I couldn't pick up any of this stuff on on Wikipedia like I usually do with albums to like look at the track listing. So I looked it up on some other website and like half the names of the songs were like wrong. Like what was it? The first one was called Half Moon Risings, and it was like crescent something yeah. moon like so i don't know like oh, yeah, yeah. it was like very not, strange. not what it really is <laughs> yeah because like i didn't even know that so the whole time you said that when you said the first track i was like oh shit i didn't even know let me go ahead and update. <laughs> all right <clears throat> so yeah let's go ahead and slip into number six uh whale watching uh which features uh styles p um yes. now i was super super excited to hear this song when i heard styles p on here but i will say i was also kind of let down simply because um styles basically adopted currency's flow style and uh, for this song because they both flowed exactly the same on this joint lyrically dope as fuck i can't say like too too much about that because both you know currency and styles both laid down vicious verses but their style was almost identical in the way that they wrapped it and i was just like i'm not used to this especially from styles sounding exactly like the person that he's rhyming on the track with that was a little off-putting for me but i can't fake i did love the song uh i thought it was well uh, very well crafted especially with the uh the electric guitar rift that they used in the sample um and i also feel 
that uh again both rappers just kind of rhymed a little bit slower than than they normally would and i mean like like we said like styles typically rhymes on a slower on a slower bend right and so does fucking uh currency but Mm -hmm. this was a little bit like just really slow for both of them in my opinion you know i i I, i'm sorry man but i'm gonna have to agree with you again 100 (laughs) percent hey Listen, man, uh, you know, I, I'm a huge Styles P fan. He he might be my favorite rapper of all time. And, um, yeah, I, I was disappointed with this one, this one as well. I just felt like this was – it felt kind of rushed. It felt like – to be honest, it felt like both Currency and Styles just freestyled this joint. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, that's kind of how it felt. Um, and, and, and I was disappointed by both Currency and Styles' verses, to be honest. I thought both of them could have done a better job. Uh, the production, even to me, was kind of lackluster. I feel like it, it sounded like a Fruity Loops beat, yeah, or like you know what I mean, like a very like a beat you buy off of YouTube or something like that. You know what I mean? It didn't sound exactly. like a fucking Alchemist beat. To exactly. Me personally. Like all of the all of the talent that is together on this track, you didn't expect to get what you got, and because no, you because you've just heard miles and miles better from each of them, from Alchemist, it from just, Styles, and from Currency. But let, let let me put it this way: I it felt like an unfinished song every way possible from production yep. to 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 construction of the song yep. to to lyrics to all that shit. it just felt unfinished that's what it felt like yeah so i was kind of surprised about that because you know style i feel like you never really hear anything from styles that sounds unfinished or anywhere in that realm so mm-hmm. but i mean again it's not his project he is featured on it yeah so mm-hmm. but again like i mean that just it's one of the things that i just keep saying about this album where it's just like I, I, it's this album was not what I was expecting in comparison to the last couple of currency projects that we did, and uh, and compared to the last currency alchemist project that we that we did. So it's like I was I I was I was I was really let down by this song. I would just say like this is the one that I was the most like I was just disappointed in. Like I wasn't upset that it was bad. I was just disappointed. No, I agree. I agree. And again, it's it's kind of like when. You know, you're, you know, you're, you know, again, you're, you know, some, some could be better, even though it wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. but you know, it could be better. Exactly. So I agree. Um, let's go on to number seven, which is uh, the Tonight Show. And this is, again, one of the songs that I wasn't the biggest fan of. I, I feel like it's kind of like a three song stretch to me, to be honest. And uh, this, this was, this was one of them. Uh, wasn't the biggest fan of the beat, to be honest, again. Uh, but yeah, just just wasn't wasn't a huge fan of this right? Yeah, no, I have to say it. Um, the one thing I thought was cool was that it was one long continuous verse. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I was I was just I wasn't a big fan of this joint either. Although I did kind of like the the Biggie inter- interview that they played at the end. Oh yeah, at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, and I was just like, I you know, doing what you have to do, even when it's what you don't want to do. Um, but I feel like that that could have just been better served on one of the other songs. Like this is to me, this is a straight filler track that just really didn't kind of need to be there. I mean, it was cool, but again, like it just wasn't. It wasn't again what I was expecting for the level of this album. <laughs> yeah, no, and and speaking on the interlude at the end, I thought it was a good introduction into the next song. Yes, just because I think the next song. And I guess we could just jump into that one. Uh, but the next song has a very like dark, gritty. Uh, that, and that, that's the song that I was talking about that has uh, like the quintessential Alchemist beat, yeah, me, which is like the very dark, gritty sounding uh, drums in the background, kind of like filtered out a little bit, um, and just like a very eerie sounding instrumental. Like when I hear Alchemist, 
that's what I want to hear. Like very eerie kind of like mm-hmm. some shit's about to happen sounding instrumental. And and that's 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 what this was to me. I thought that this joint was dope. I thought Currency's flow was vicious. Probably his best flow on the album to me, to be honest, at the beginning at least. Um, and yeah, I, I thought this joint was really dope, man. See, I was a little, I was a little, uh, I, I have to say I disagree with you on this one. I wasn't a huge fan of like the, the sample basically just sounded like they took like some sound and just played it backwards. And I wasn't quite, I wasn't quite down with that. It just kind of sounded a little weird to me. Um, but his delivery, there, there was a little bit of a change up on this. I mean, there wasn't much of a change up in his delivery on this jump. So again, it kind of sounded like a couple of other joints to me. But it wasn't a horrible song. Like I like like again lyrically, I was impre- I see you over here shaking your head. <laughs> this, this man's looking at me like this man is crazy. But no, nah, right. this is another song I just I was I just couldn't really get down with. It was, it was a hard song for me to concentrate on. Uh, and there was like I said, there wasn't much change up in the way that he fl- that he rhymed on here. It sounded like the rhyme style sounded a couple like you know a couple of other joints on here. I mean you know that's that's me. That's me. Listen, that's what I think. No, 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 no. no, let me tell you what's you. What's you? is your right to like or dislike this song but i'm not gonna let you lie on my man currency and say that he's used this same verse or the same uh style of flow on another song on this joint because i dare you to point it out right now, bro bro like i i feel like a lot of these songs have the flow that sounds very similar not this one. This one is completely different. Okay, like maybe. Beginning. I mean, again, this is this is me. This is me. I think. No, no, I think but he this does. Is not sound... Subjective. This is this is this is fact. It's fact based. This yeah. isn't something, bruh. This is fact based. This is not a matter of opinion. This is a mm-hmm. matter of is the flow the same or is it different? And it's different. Like I'm saying, like I said, you have the right to feel how you feel about it about the song, but dog, you can't say that it's the same flow. Hey. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call. I you said out. this. I said it sounds this like it's the same. Not that it is the same. I said it sounds a lot like other songs on here, which but means to me, uh, hey, I mean, hey, to you it doesn't. To me it does. Hey, hey man, I'm sorry. I'm gonna need y'all in the comment section to let to let us know who's tripping right now. I know I ain't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one right tripping. Now. I'm not the one tripping. I'm just giving my point. <laughs> but, this, but this is what I'm saying. You can't give your opinion on something that's fact based. It's fact based. It's like if uh, I said the sky ain't blue, it's fucking green. No, it don't matter how much I want it to be green or how much I think it's green. It's not green. It's blue. Okay, I mean, you know, like I said, to me, it it sounds like the other flows on some of the other songs on here. I mean, hey, hey I mean, you said it doesn't that you know, hey, no need to yeah, argue man. about it, dog. It's just that's that's what I think. I got what you think. All right, cool. <laughs> no, but this is what I'm saying. It ain't a matter of think or what. Like that doesn't matter. Like it's what it is or what it ain't. Like you could say I think the song is trash, and you have every right to say that, but you can't say. I think that the flow is the same as the other one because it isn't. It just I can isn't. say that because that's my opinion. <laughs> but it ain't, bro. bro why, why does? How, why are you giving an opinion on something that's fact based? You can't do that. Hey, like that. That again. Like, like again. You, you can't say I think that car is red when it's very obviously green. Sir, sir, 
I understand I that look, you want to die on this hill, but <laughs> I, no, no, I understand you want to die on this hill because I. But you're the you one. You're you're the one arguing. You're you're literally the one going off. <laughs> because I'm presenting something to you that's fact based, bro. We could listen to it right now live on this joint, and I can so still I can, listen to it and think because I've listened to this album like four or five times. I can still think that a lot of these songs sound similar in the way that this man rhymes on them. We're not talking about a lot. We're talking about this specific song and another. There's not one song on this album that has a similar flow to how he flows on his joint. It's okay. Not. Okay. I mean, you, you can say that. That's cool. That's not what I think, but that's cool. <laughs> Listen, guys. The, if if you can't accept when you're wrong, it's a problem. It's not okay, guys. Because I don't think that I'm wrong. But hey, you know, like I said, like it's hey, by it's called my guys, opinion. Guys. Listen, man. Stop trying to argue facts with opinions. All right, we look, on to look, the next look, track. Look, 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 stop, stop, stop trying to make me look like a fucking demon or something, dog. Come on, out of here, <laughs> nigga. All I said is you present uh, opinions when we talking about facts. That's all I said. Hey, hey. Again, I, I this we're giving our review of this shit, right? Like this is what my review of that song was. But I ain't gonna again. I, I could, you could say this joint is trash all you want, but I ain't gonna let you just. Put out straight up lies, bro. I ain't right, it's not, okay, you can call it lies, but let's go ahead to go to the next song. Right. Let's do it. All right, let's go on to number uh nine, which is Louis uh Louis Baggage featuring Babyface Ray. Now, when I first heard this joint, I thought this was a young nigga. I thought this was a new up and coming artist. I had never heard of Babyface Ray. And so I found out that the nigga's like 31. But I will say that hmm. because of people like um because of people like uh, Benny the Butcher, it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be a still up-and-coming rapper in your 30s. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds kind of funny or whatever. I'm sure there's jokes. I mean, we've already we've that. already talked about like how rappers have just been getting older and older and older as the years have gone by. It was like, you know, when I was younger, they was coming out at like 17, 18, 19, 20. Then like, by the time Nicki and Drake came out, it was like 27, 28. You know, and then when Future came out, you know, it was like almost 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around with you in Future. But yeah, you know, like they just they're literally getting older and older. Like rappers, when they come out now, they're just te- typically older than they were back in the day. I, I, I personally think it's a little bit in between. I do agree that there's more now than there was back in the day. I think it's always been a young man's sport. Yeah. You know what I mean, but, I mean even like, like every- the drill rappers and stuff are typically older than, I mean, to me, they always typically look older than they are. Like, that's one thing. But uh, but but I'm you know, like it always catches me off guard. You're like looking at this little skinny ass young nigga, and you're like, oh, this nigga can't be like more than like 22. And this nigga like 27. Like, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Even uh, again, like I said, there's definitely a whole lot of younger guys. There's definitely a bunch of seven. Like the drill movement in New York right now is pretty much run by a bunch of like 17, 18 year olds wilding right now. Yeah. But I do agree. You know, you have the exceptions like Fabio Foreign, which is another newer guy mm-hmm. who he's in his 30s as well. So I do agree, you know, there's definitely a lot more, uh, you know, older guys that are, and, and, and that's a good thing, because I mm-hmm. think that it just it just gives more, more people the opportunity to showcase, you know, their talent and things like that. And in this case, I think this is another guy, again, I had personally never heard of him. I don't know if you had, but um, Who, I had never heard of Ray? him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never heard of him. I had never heard of him, but um, from my understanding and from his lines in the song, he's from Detroit, from what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that he killed his joint. I thought I actually thought he had a better verse than Currency on it, to be honest. Yeah, um, I was going to say that, too. I, I definitely felt his verse a little better than Currency's on this jump. You know what I mean? And um, I, I just thought he did a good job on here. 
Again, I thought he was a younger dude, so I was surprised at what he was saying because he's he kind of starts it off by some introspective things. And um, oh, let me not forget the beat because the beat to me was fucking insane. Oh yeah, I love like, the beat the on beat, this. The uh, I don't know what to what to call it, but whatever, whatever little um, I don't know what what instrument that is playing in the background, but just whatever thing that's kind of just going crazy in the background, mm-hmm. kind of just humming over the back. I thought that shit was dope. I thought it was honestly one of the best songs in the album, if I'm being honest, from from my point of view. I agree with you. Um, it was like it wasn't quite like a a straight up like you know niggas telling a story track but there was definitely a story in there mm-hmm. um so it was like it was like um it walked that weird line you know what i'm saying um but like I, th- I just thought overall the song was really really vicious i didn't really have too much to say because i just liked it overall like you know but like the one main yeah. thing i wanted to th- i wrote down to remember to say was that i like ray's verse better than currency's verse. yeah no i did too i did too and um and, and i think that's a good thing i think that when somebody you've never heard of has a better verse than the artist whose project it is. Mm-hmm. I think that that just speaks volumes on the on the artist, you know, and and and, and what they're able to do and, and what they were able to do on, on something that's out of their um out of their realm. Because yeah. you know, typically when I think of Detroit rap, I don't really think this kind of beat. You know what I mean? So I thought I thought that currency and again that's why when you look at his uh his um his guest uh selection through for for this for this project mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting because you know you got somebody like babyface red detroit rapper you got somebody like havoc old school legend yep you know from new york you got wiz you got uh uh, Bo- uh bodie james who's also from detroit mm-hmm. but again you know just different styles but all on alchemist production yep so i i just thought that that was a um whoever put this album together which i'm assuming is alchemist and currency did a good job in getting the right people for uh for these features because i i think he uh he had probably the brightest uh feature out of anybody on his right to me. i i could definitely agree with you on that <clears throat> all right well let's go ahead and slip into number 10 the final board um i like the beat but this uh but it's it's slow and it's even um the rhymes over it the rhymes that currency spits over it i feel like are a little bit slower than the actual beat also um but it's this is another case to me where I feel like the flow kind of sounds the same, but I do like the flow and the beat change up that you get towards the end of the song. I can't remember how far towards the end of the song it is though. Like, I don't know if it's halfway. Okay. Um, I feel like it's, it's faster and it's like, I feel like not only is it a faster beat than most of what's on this album, but I feel like this is the fastest that currency wrapped on the entire project. And it still wasn't even that fast. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said about the beginning of the song. Um, it's kind of like a weird, uh, there's no drums playing at all, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a weird, eerie build up type of feel to it. And it's him again. I, I, I actually just wasn't a fan of that part at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I just didn't feel like Currency's flow went well over it at all, to be honest. Yeah, but again, the juxtaposition to that is the second half of the song, mm-hmm. which is the beat change, the flow change. And I think that specific type of beat just fits uh, currency very well. Oh yeah. And and and, and you know, obviously, I know he try to do different things, but I think that that should have been the main direction of this song. Yeah. For that reason, I'm a little torn, you know, because I do like the second half of it, not so much the first half. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I guess take that, I'll, you know, take that with what it is. It's it's half of it is is pretty good, and the other one is is so so for me. Exactly. Plus, you get the little message at the end. Um, 
with the with the uh, with the second hook, the second part of the hook, mm-hmm. which is essentially oh, yeah. just like about you persevere through the shit. Yeah, and, and it's kind of cool because again, the beginning of it sounds kind of uh, dready and kind of eerie, and you know he mentions the pandemic and you know his son not asking to live in this kind of world mm-hmm. but you know the second half like you said it's more a beat it's a faster song uh he talks about you know like you said persevering and making it through and just making it so i think i think it was it was in that i, I appreciate that i appreciate how he uh they story told with the actual music not just by you know what he was saying mm-hmm. per se so i thought i thought that was done well but again it had its its misses at the beginning in my opinion yep all right. Let, let's go on to number uh, eleven, Jodeci tape, which uh, just I, I like it when people when rap because you know being that this doesn't have a hook on it, you know you have to come up with a, a catchy uh, title, and I love it when rappers pick a random line and <laughs> they make that their fu- and that's pretty much what he did here. He mentioned mm-hmm. Jodeci tape like at the very beginning. Um, I what, do you know if this is a Jodeci sample? I can't remember off the top. Hold on, let me check. It sounds like a Jodeci joint. It would take me a while to figure out which one, though. It's all good. Nonetheless, I thought the uh, the instrumental was really dope. I thought it was a... This is what a chill, laid-back instrumental should sound like. Mm-hmm. Not too stripped down, not too slow. Yep. It's perfect. I thought his flow was really good on here. I thought he had some very good lines on here. I thought, I thought this is one of his better rapping... Uh, on that he did on the project for me I agree with you like my favorite line is right there at the beginning hope your feelings get fixed with some red velvet and a Jodeci tape that made me crack up laughing the it's very first up. time I ever heard it I was like this nigga's wildin'. he said look you may be upset girl but here you go make you feel better some red velvet cake and Jodeci <laughs> Hey, I was done. Listen, bro. It, it's such a perfect line. It's such a perfect way to start off a song, which I, I really, if, if it does have a Jodeci sample, even better. It just makes it that 10 times better because clever as fuck to say that. I wish uh, I knew where I could look it up to look up the samples because, like, it's not listed. Uh, It's listed on his, like, Wikipedia page as, like, you know, like a mixtape or whatever you want to call it, a collaboration album. But, like, yeah. you can't click on it to view any of the information. It's just that listed there, so like I I can't I don't know how to look up the uh, the samples. Have you ever heard of this website called Who Sampled? No, I'm surprised Rick, I haven't heard of that Nick, website. Uh, you need to you need to bring this into your life. Pause, but hold on. Okay, I f- think I found it. Uh, okay, I guess I didn't. Damn it, dog! This is I hate. Oh, here we go. Who sampled it? But it doesn't. Mm-hmm. At least for mine, it doesn't show it. Yeah, it's giving. It gave me some other currency song. There's a. It's funny because I looked up currency and Aquaman's Jodeci tape, and there's there's a a a, a subreddit on Reddit mm-hmm. with our that's our name hip hop heads. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey, fair enough, fair enough. But nonetheless, very dope. Uh, very dope production on this joint. Um, mm-hmm. I again just I, I thought it was a really dope song. Again, that line that you just said, is, I think it just says it all right there. It's just a dope line, some gangster lines, and some shit like the coolest shit in the world. And, and I think that that's that's kind of what currency goes for. I don't think he tries to be the best rapper. I just think he tries to be the coolest rapper. And yeah. to me personally, you know, more times than not, I think he succeeds. 
I agree with you because uh, he's a pretty he's a pretty cool go- pretty cool dude. But he's also he's also really smart in the fact that like he's able to be that chill in this in this uh, in this industry like that. You know what I'm saying? Not many cats can be in this industry not just making like kind of you know laid back sounding music, but are as laid back as currency is. And he even says it on on his on his project. I can't remember exactly what song it's on, but he mentions that he became a millionaire off of being chill. <laughs> there you and, go. And and I think that that's nigga. That's every pothead's dream right there. <laughs> if you could just be yourself, make do what you love, and smoke as much weed as you want all day. Yep. Then then nigga, you done fucking made it. You're successful. You do everything. So that's my and, American and, and, dream. And, and to be honest, I think that that's one of the things that currency preaches in his music is just being yourself and. And not trying to be gangster, not trying to do this. Because that's one of the things about Currency is that if you listen to his music, he might make, you know, songs with gangster artists, but he doesn't ever talk about, like, doing some gangster shit or doing some shit that's kind of, like, out of his wheelhouse. Yeah. Wheelhouse. So, for that reason, I, I think Currency is uh, definitely uh, a trendsetter in that area, for sure. I agree with you. Uh, let's go ahead and do number 12, which is Endurance Runners featuring Larry June. Now I think that this beat is dope as fuck um, And Currency puts so much energy into the flow uh, Larry June's verse I think it's a really good verse Not Nowhere as good as Currency's uh, But the energy level isn't at the same for him as it is with Currency And I think that's part of that's definitely part of what brings down his performance on this joint I think Larry should have gone first Because to I, what I it sounded like the way that I their voices because their voices to me, I don't want to say that they sound similar, they but do. they kind of do. <laughs> so they I was do. like, I'm I'm sitting there listening, and I could I could only tell by the way like the the words that they said, like the certain words that they said, who was who. Like that's how I figured out who went first. So I think that Larry should have gone first on this, but I mean I understand you're a guest. You know people will put the guest last on the jump, maybe sometimes blah blah blah. But again. I think it's a good song. I don't think it's a filler song at all. Uh, but I don't think it's the best song on this album by far. Yeah, um, and you know, Currency and uh, Larry June, I feel like make very similar music in that their music is very chill. It's very cruising mm-hmm. music, if you will. So for that reason, I feel like this this collab definitely made sense. I'm actually, me personally, I'm hoping for some kind of collab project uh, between the both of them. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, but definitely definitely uh kind of very similar styles uh both kind of slow with their delivery and chilled very super chilled so i, I mean if that's not your thing I can, I can see why that might not you know appeal to you but i agree with you i thought this was a dope song excuse me heartburn fuck you <laughs> uh i thought this was a, a very dope song and uh yeah i i think i personally think larry did, did a, a cool job with this joint but mm-hmm. i agree I, I thought currencies was just better to me um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought everything about this joint was was pretty good. I think again, but, it's just a case of experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, and to be fair, Larry June is I, I would say is a pretty experienced rapper. But I just I don't know. I, I just I guess specifically with Alchemist beats, maybe experience in that case because mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, um, Currency has been making uh, Alchemist produce songs for over a decade now. You yeah, know what I mean, and, and I don't know if Larry June has made any with him but you know we can only assume that he hasn't made two whole projects with him you know? yeah exactly and so, again the experience of working with somebody knowing how they work how how their their production is basically going to flow and i mean i could honestly see like you said before like i could see alchemist and currency in the lab together 
like meticulously going through all of this lyrically sound mm. ver- you know everything just to make it how they think it should be so like yeah i could tell you like that just how they work together is probably just different from how larry is used to working with either one of them probably for sure for sure but let's go on to the last track and to me to me the beat of the fucking year because <laughs> this beat is just I love everything about this beat, first of all. Alchemist, you're a fucking dirty dog with this beat, bro. <laughs> that joint is nasty, bro. God damn, it's the most coolest laid back, but at the same time, just vicious beat I've heard in a long time. Uh, I, I feel like Currency did it justice. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was a very feel-good song to end uh, the project. And I think it's it's a good way to do it. You know what I mean? I think it's a it's a great. It just it just makes you feel good. That's just that's just how how I felt about this joint. And again, it's 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 a kind of a, a self reflective kind of song, where you know it pretty much says that you gotta in order to be a boss, you gotta you know learn from your mistakes and mm-hmm. learn from your losses, and and you know pretty much just letting people know that he's taking his losses too. And and, and I thought that this was a very dope song to end it. Amazing production by Alchemist. Uh, didn't let me down uh, lyric wise by Alchemist and delivery. So I, I really love this song. I agree with everything you said. Uh, it's just like the only way you can describe this beat is vibes. Nigga, like vibes. It's Definitely. fucking vibes. <laughs> it's it's about as vibes as you can get. Because everything from the little, from the uh, what's that? I, no, I'm terrible at naming instruments, dog. But, uh, <laughs> the whatever is oh, that, that a flute? flute? Yeah. From the flute to the, I don't know if it's like the, the everything about this joint is beautiful. <laughs> Let's just put it down. Yeah. Listen to this joint, please. If you're gonna listen to any joint on this joint, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna say to listen to the whole joint. But if you only want to listen to one joint, listen to the very last song, "Cool in the Gang." Again, to me, has some of the better rapping from Currency on it from on this project, and has the best instrumental on it. It's just hands down amazing uh, to me if you're if you're a fan just like i am of sample production check this joint out because I, I thought it was done masterfully now masterfully. y'all y'all know me i like an album to have mad energy at the end and just be able to you know go off on a big note blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and this this track has it it's just a completely different way of having it yes and it took me probably to like the third time to really understand that like the energy on this track is actually fucking crazy, even though yes. it's like the most vibey, chill shit mm-hmm. that you can get. Mm-hmm. But the energy is insane. And it's like the first song where you didn't expect something that's still so chill to hit you so fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think that this is like, this is probably the chillest opening and endings that I've ever heard to an album, at least that I can recall right now. And they're yeah. still some of the most, they're still probably two of the most powerful displays of what these two people are, mm-hmm. are capable of when working together on this track. Uh, now, I will say, like, I wasn't, like, since we're getting kind of towards the end of the album, I, I yeah. really wasn't a huge fan of this project overall because I found a lot of it grating and difficult to listen to because of the tempos. And that's me. Like, if I can't get my, if my attention is not taken up by it, it's going to, like, it's going to be work to get through it. And I'm not going to lie. It was some work to get through some of these songs on here. But I think that this album, it had a lot of potential and it's still pretty good, even though I'm not a huge fan of it because lyrically it's still fucking sound. Whether I like the way that these niggas flow on this joint or not, I'm never going to discount 
the fucking the lyrical ability of them and and what they're doing on this joint. I, mm. I will say this is probably one of my least favorite liked Alchemist projects simply because the beats overall don't take me over like that. But the mm. ones that are on here that are just the shit are just like, damn, this nigga hit these out of the park. So again, it's just like, no matter how good you are, you may have a slip, but your slip ain't going to be that bad if you were still a beast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I feel like, I feel like even though for me, this album does not encompass everything of what I would have wanted out of a currency alchemist project. It still has enough in it to satisfy me and to satisfy that old school hip hop feel of mine's that underground, you know, grimy type shit. Uh, mm. I mean, I feel like I had a lot of complaints on it and maybe I did, but I still enjoyed the album and I still enjoyed the experience, even though there were, I'd probably say three songs on here for sure that I was just not a big fan of. But like some of them, okay, cool songs, and I will still rock with them if they're on. Like it'd be great, you know. This is another album that would be great to put on in the background when y'all are chilling. When you're chilling with a bunch of people, you can be with your yep. boys playing games and still have it on and be able to get the mm -hmm. shit from it. You can have people over for a little dinner party and have that joint going yeah. on. You know, what I'm saying first there's a lot floor. of it's a very vibey, atmospheric album that you can use it for. Um, mm -hmm. But when it, my personal joint, from what I expected from them, I kind of expected more. So it was kind of a letdown for me in that sense. But again, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not, I can't take anything away from either one of them because there's still some solid pieces of work in this in this project. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I personally was also uh, a little bit disappointed uh, just because there was there was glimpses of brilliance on his joint. Yes, like, there there 100% was moments that were very good on his joint that I was hoping that the entire project could have been this. Because I think that there's it's it's possible for currency and uh, an alchemist to make a ten out of ten project in my opinion, um, but I just honestly don't think this was the case for this one. I think just uh, it, it. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's as flawed as you might think it is, but um, just because I like a lot of the slower, you know, rhyme styles, mm -hmm. being that I'm you know I'm a Styles fan and things like that, but uh, just in general, I like you know that kind of that kind of music uh but but i agree i i think that there's there's certain parts of the album that i wish would have gone a different direction mm -hmm. i agree there's probably at least two or three songs for me as well that excuse me i'm just not a big fan of and um yeah i mean i agree um as far as a rating goes i'm gonna just go out there and give it my rating um i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 7.5 out of 10 um again i like the album it's a solid album i think if you're a currency fan uh definitely give it a listen uh, i think you'll, you'll like what you hear for the most part i think if you're an alchemist fan give it a listen because i think you'll at least find a couple tracks on here that you know you'll like at least the production on mm -hmm. um but if, if you're just the overall fan i think i think this is one of those albums like i said or in and also how you were saying that it's not a bad album it's just you know there's a lot more potential for for these two guys and what they could make and what they've done before in the past mm -hmm. you know let's let's not forget that so i agree i you know when the standard is set at a certain point for you know on both on both sides yes when it doesn't live up to that and it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad it just means it doesn't live up to the standard so that's why you said it more I, concisely I, than i did <laughs> hey it took me a long ass time to get there but, <laughs> but um 
you know when, when you when you get to that point and you know it, it's uh and, and i can assume that your score is probably gonna be a little bit lower than mine so you know given that we're only giving a 7.5 and i'm assuming lower uh don't think that it's a bad album because Mm-mm. i i think it's a good project i think you should give it a listen to it especially if you haven't uh i whether you are or you aren't a currency fan because i think you'll you'll appreciate it for different reasons yeah exactly and i mean my score isn't really that far off from yours i even i even raised it uh after giving the album another listen yesterday uh, from mm. when I initially finished writing up my stuff, I give it a seven. I give it a seven out of okay. ten. Okay. Like I said, it was a it was a pretty solid album. It just and it had potential to be so much better. But again, like you yeah. said, when the standard is that when the when that standard is there and it's not reached on every level that you usually expect it to be reached, mm. you are going to be disappointed. So that's why yeah. I'm disappointed. But it doesn't take away from this album and the body of work that it is. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Nonetheless, I, I appreciated uh, the collaboration between these two. Mm-hmm. I know that currency not too long ago said uh, he he talked about retirement. He says that he doesn't want to be one of those you know older guys that are kind of just struggling to hang on for relevancy. Um, and then I hope he's not considering retirement because I, I do think that currency is uh, when he keeps uh, making projects with people like obviously Alchemist. When he makes projects with people like Freddie Gibbs, people who have been, you know, buzzing in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I hope he still continues to make music and and hopefully we can get another shot at, at a, an Alchemist uh, currency project as well later on in the future. But um, yeah, I, I think both of these guys still got a lot, a lot more to give to hip hop. I agree with you, one hundred and fifty percent. Like. All right, y'all. Well, that ends the uh, album review for Continuance by Currency and the Alchemist. So go check that joint out when you guys get a chance. Uh, right now, we're going to try and give you guys a couple of suggestions, I guess, uh, from the from the world around. I guess we might have to try and pull these out of our ass because we're definitely not prepared again this week. Hey, we, we are definitely going to pull. I'm, I'm going to give you know what? Just for that, I'm going to give you a couple shows. All right. Hey. I've been listen, man. I'm. I'm, 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 I've been out of school. I've been chilling a little bit for the last couple weeks slash months. You know what I mean? And I've been watching a little bit of TV, all right? And what we've been watching on TV, and yes, I am talking in third person, uh, <laughs> but we've been watching the TV is uh, 60 Days In, which is on Netflix. If you, ha- if you haven't watched that, it's an interesting show about a bunch of regular, uh, I guess you could call them square people who've ne- who haven't committed crime, and they get sentenced to... Uh, to 60 days in prison obviously it's somewhat of a controlled environment they have their their, their safety words and they have this and the third but other than that it's a pretty real or at least from what it looks like uh a jail experience pretty cool pretty interesting check that out also uh ozark uh season four i actually just watched that not too long ago i uh, finished it last week and uh I, i'm very excited for part two to come out i don't know have you have you watched Ozark at all? I have not seen Ozark yet. No, nigga, what the fuck? Hey, you see, you see me just now on Breaking Bad, dog. Come on, no, I, I see you just like going against the grain and being like, you know what, dog? I'll watch a show that everybody's watching now, eight years from now. Hey, because I don't feel like being pressured into it at the time, dog. Yeah. Listen, bro. Sometimes just it's okay, man. Sometimes the show is actually that good, and you really are missing out. I'm telling you, dog. Check. Check this joint out before before this shit's like on like some new streaming service ten years. <laughs> All right, bet. And um, my joint this week, I guess, is just gonna be Breaking Bad. I mean, I really can't use that as a suggestion because I'm mad late <laughs> on getting around <laughs> to watching it. But uh, 
I've had so little to do after work these days that I've literally just been watching like two to three, maybe four episodes a night of Breaking Bad. And I'm now in, I think maybe two weeks in, I'm in the fourth season. If you haven't seen this show yet, I highly recommend it. Uh, sure. There are some, un- like, I want to say that this nigga's wife, Walter White's wife, is one of the most annoying characters on the show the later the seasons get. Possibly in TV in general. I, <laughs> I could see it. I could see it because she comes out all gangbusters, want to be ready, part of business and shit. And then she's like, we have to go to the police. I'm like, bitch, you, you wanted this. Like, what the yes. fuck? <laughs> hey. He's he's one of the reasons you're one of the reasons he fucking wild out and did all this shit. Exactly, and plus the way right now in season four, he seems like Walter himself seems becoming a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm trying to see where this is going because he's starting to grate on my nerves because especially when he every time he deals with Jesse he'd be giving that nigga the third degree asking all type of questions and then Jesse's like nigga chill the fuck out like and he's just like oh my god oh my god why they got you doing this why they got you he's trying to gaslight him up against him I'm like bruh mm-hmm. calm down Walt like chill like don't be trying to die like you know just mess with this man over what's going on with this man life come on yo you don't write this nigga what, shit what is this John? is it on Netflix. Uh, or have you been honestly, I don't know because it's been on the plug. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, okay. It's easier just sometimes to go find out where it is on the plug than to find it out really where it is, is on the streaming service. Just, <laughs> then the then to look through like all five of your streaming services and be like, damn, neither one of these joints has this. Now, shit see, yet. I could just go because the thing with M with uh uh Fire Sticks is that you can actually go like to this little find feature on the main menu, uh, and if I was to put Breaking Bad, it would like show what streaming services it was on. And you know how I, you know, I could click on it to access it, blah blah blah. So it does do that type of shit, but niggas just are used to going to the plug. <laughs> and you know, just hey, if you want to be a law-abiding citizen, it's on Netflix. I just checked. Hey, there you go, there you go. Although you know now you hear about what Netflix is trying to do. They trying to get oh, people for hey. having people passwords and shit. Let me just tell you, Netflix. I don't care if this is incriminating myself or not. We is gonna find a way around it. We just always know. do. We always do, <laughs> and we always will. So don't think you're getting the up on anybody. You might get the up for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Fuck around, have everybody on VPN. For sure, <laughs> it, we'll, we'll figure it out. We rather pay a VPN and pay y'all bitch asses. So exactly, just know, just know that shit is not gonna work. For those of y'all that don't know, Netflix is trying to have uh so that you can't share uh netflix passwords unless you live in the same house uh-huh. and that's ridiculous because what about people who go to work and like myself and watch netflix at work mm-hmm. well, i'm not going to be in the same the same uh uh ip address and so. what about your kids that still got access on their computer but they way at school somewhere or what about your kids that staying with their mom this weekend? Mm-hmm. And, and, and part of the reason that you're not paying child support is that you have a Netflix account. Exactly. Or wait a minute, maybe you maybe you got it good and you treated your mama to a Netflix account. Now she can access your shit. Now she ain't I'm gonna saying, be able to. Like, come on, dog. I'm saying, and y'all niggas got the audacity to call it the family pack, and I can't let my family use it nah. just because we live in different houses. Nah. Suck my dick, Netflix. Y'all got some more shows on there, but the truth is, we don't need y'all. We got the plug. First of all, y'all can't tell us how what to do with our access. Like motherfuckers pay for it, they can do what the yeah. fuck they want to do with it. God damn it! I don't understand this. It's like that's one thing I don't understand. You pay for something, and motherfuckers won't tell you what you can do with it. Like I don't understand. Like we can get into this a whole other time. I don't understand homeowners associations. That's the shit I don't understand. If hey. I buy this motherfucker, I be goddamned if anybody's telling me what the fuck I got to do and what I got Bruh. don't got to do. 
Hey, son, no bullshit, dog. I'm, I'm so glad I don't live in one of those areas because I've heard people who live in those areas, and I did not know this, but you can't even paint your fucking house Mm-mm. without without running it through a bunch of bitch-ass niggas who got nothing to do with your life. Mm-hmm. If you want to get an addition, you got to run it by these motherfuckers. If you want to plant certain shit in your yard, you got to go through these motherfuckers. They be on you about Christmas decorations. They be on you about cutting your grass at a, at a certain time frame. They be on you about everything. And it's like, bruh, it's my house. Fuck off my shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I would be one of those people who would be a headache to deal with if mm-hmm. I moved into a place. Oh, yeah, that, me too. That, that's what it was. Because I'll be like, listen, dog, I don't give a fuck what y'all got going on here. This is my fucking house. I do what the fuck I want. Like, I can get the fuck out of here or uh, or we could figure this shit out. Exactly. Because what the fuck, man? Hell, y'all, not, y'all, I don't care what you got going on. You're not about to come in here and tell me what to do in my house. Dog. For Hell. real. Y'all will get that that smooth Martin slam door in the, fo- in the face. Easy. Easy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, well, again, thank y'all for listening. This c- brings us to the end of today's episode for the album yes, review continuance by Currency and the Alchemist. Yes, sir. Um, now, I guess I'll just, just go into what we usually do at the end of the end. Y'all know where y'all can find us. Y'all can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. I just thought I'd point this out right now since I'm getting the time here. If you see hip hop heads on Reddit, that is not us. Nope, nope, nope. That's not us. <laughs> not us. We, are, we are not on Reddit. Nope. And if you go to uh, Facebook.com and search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast, that's us. You'll find us there. That's us. That's us. <laughs> All right. Any other jewels of wisdom you like to drop on these folks today? Listen, man. It, well, we're, we're recording this on a Saturday. This will come out in a couple of days, man. Um, listen, it's getting warmer outside. I mentioned this a couple months ago. All my fat niggas, we got to stop wilding out because you can't wear the 2XL sweater no more. Nope. You can't. It's, it's, it's damn near 75 degrees outside some of these days, and you're going to look crazy out there with the with the hoodie on because your T-shirt <laughs> too small. All right? So I'm going to ask y'all, please, to take at least two weeks to get the bloatedness from being a fat nigga to come down, eat healthy, so you could be out there looking respectful with a fucking T-shirt on. All right? That's all I'm saying. I want all my fat niggas to look respectable in T-shirts this summer. You got damn right. You got damn right. That's all I want. Because I I don't want the belly to be hanging out. I don't want... Listen, bro. I want better for y'all. I want more for y'all. And if you you a fat dude or if you a fat lady, man, listen, you got about a month and a half before you got to put every sweater in your closet away. Yep, I promise. Get on that salad move. Get on that salad move. <laughs> get on it, man. Get on. Get get on that motherfucking track treadmill, whatever the fuck you got to do, man. But let's do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best you can be. And if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud. And if you know, if and if it's fuck your mom, then at least use tanks and you bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out of here, y'all. We love you. Take care of each other. Peace. Wipe your hands. Wipe your ass. We out. Peace.